Buying or selling a house can seem intimidating, but it doesn't have to be. This is Show Your Cards, putting the real in real estate. We'll be interviewing experts from every step of the process. Lenders, inspectors, appraisers, realtors, HVAC companies, roofers. If you're just starting the process, you'll learn everything. Brought to you by the Lamar Realty Group. Recorded in the Rayco Realty Studio in beautiful downtown Delphi, Indiana. This is Show Your Cards, putting the real in real estate. Brought to you by the Lamar Realty Group. On this episode, we might laugh, cuss, cry, or drink, or all of the above. Listener discretion is advised. Here are your hosts, Jess and Nate. Ready? Okay. Okay. That was beautiful. That was that was like right that was, there. It was close. It was loud. It was crisp. Yeah. It's early in the morning, so I'm feeling crisp. How are you? I'm I'm feeling real crisp over here. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I'm gonna be a nose breather or a mouth breather today in my microphone. A little congested. It happens. So you might have to go through and edit that out. Yeah, I might take that part here out. Here and there. <laughs> that was gross. <laughs> Can't help it. Oh man. Well, uh, Welcome to Show Your Cards, Putting the Real in Real Estate. Uh, today won't be a housing episode. Today's putting the real in small business, I guess. Yep. We're going to break up some of the housing with some small business stuff. Uh, so, Jess, you want to introduce today's guest? Absolutely. So, our guest today is Miss Erin Jubril. Welcome, welcome. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we're glad that you came on, especially um, with a little bit of short notice. Um, so, you wanted to tell us a little bit about you? Sure. Yeah. So um, I, my name is Erin. I am a mother of two kids that are very active in our community, the kids alone. They both are athletes, typically doing at least two sports at a time. So just right there in alone, I stay pretty busy running around all over the place with them. Um, I was raised here in Delphi. I went to school my entire uh, school life here. I graduated here. And uh, back in 2002, when I graduated high school, I also graduated cosmetology school. And uh, I worked in a salon since I was 13. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I, didn't know it was, I didn't know you were that young. Yeah, I started working at a salon at 13. I worked for that salon from 13 until I graduated from beauty school. And then once I graduated high school and beauty school, I moved to West Lafayette and I started working in a salon um, over there. I worked at Emporium and then I worked at Christina and Company and ultimately I ended up working for Redken. I uh, tried out to get on their education team. So um, once that happened in February of 2005, I moved to Atlanta. So I lived in Atlanta for 13 years and um, back in 2017, summer of 2017 myself and my two boys moved back to Indiana so when we did that I was working back in West Lafayette I just felt like it was like the best market for me to come back to living in Atlanta for as long as I did I had a much higher price point and mm -hmm. a very high standard of um, expectation around the kind of environment I wanted to work in and the type of um, hair that I wanted to do and the market was far different in Delphi for what I was used to yeah essentially charging so West Lafayette was probably the best choice for me and so it was pretty easy I just walked right in and within a year I built my built my business like right away like full book and ultimately um, there was a space in Delphi that was right attached to the apartment slash house I lived in and so it was kind of being dangled in front of me and I resisted it and resisted it and resisted it <laughs> because I was like there's no way my clientele is going to drive to Delphi to get their hair done, right? Like I was convinced that they wouldn't, but I wanted to go ahead and meet with this guy that owned the space because I felt like if I met with him, his worker bee that was following me everywhere would finally leave me alone because <laughs> I would tell him no and then it would be yeah. over. Um, and ultimately when he came to me and thought I was just going to be some young, dumb, blonde young girl that didn't know what I was talking about I was like uh this is an opportunity and so I was just like I literally went into it to say no and I was like yes 
dinner with my dad that night, my whole family, but my dad, who's kind of like my biggest cheerleader, yet my biggest, like, he's like the angel and the devil, right? Yeah. He's like, go, go, go. And he's like, wait, hold on. You're going too far too fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he's typically a little bit more conservative and reserved. And I've, he's always, I've like become the person that he had hoped me to become Mm -hmm. yet I also challenged the hell out of him because like (laughs) I pushed the limit probably more than he ever expected me like he never wanted me to move to Atlanta like he's like this is the biggest mistake of your life you know and while I came back like it wasn't the biggest mistake I learned a lot from it yeah so I opened up my business in 2019 November of 2019 And uh, my boys were, you know, thriving in school and all of that. And yeah, so now I own a business here in the community and I volunteer a ton of my time within the community. And my whole intention and goal is if I'm going to be back here in this small town that I so quickly wanted to get away from when I was graduating high school, that um, I kind of bring this element of excitement and fun and opportunity into our community that people were having to leave our community to receive. So mm-hmm. from hair services to a hair, like an experience in a salon to also like working with the community and trying to like um, encourage growth, but also maintain like what I love about it once I came back, you know, like hindsight's twenty twenty. I couldn't wait to leave small town Delphi. Uh-huh. And then when I came back, I've really come to just fall in love with that community element. For example, last night, I thought my dad was picking my son up from football, all for me to like get home and be like, where's Caden? <laughs> and it was, you know, 10 after oh, seven, <laughs> football pr- pick, practice was over at seven. And I, I messaged the coach, I'm like, I'm on the way. And he's like, no, he left with Jake. He went to the volleyball game. I'm like, if I was in Atlanta, that would not have happened. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I love I love this um, community and um, everything that I've experienced, like, in my the past. I mean, I'm going to be 39 in about a month. And so everything I've experienced in the last 20 years of being an adult, um, I feel like I'm, you know, doing my best to – um, watch this community like thrive in and taking my experiences and adding what I can to the table. So in a nutshell, that's really me. <laughs> and that's the reason why we brought Aaron on because we're not going to have to ask many questions. That was, yes. that was awesome. Yes, that was awesome. <laughs> There's so many things that like I want to go back I want to go back to oh, um, we will. just because um, you just laid it all out there. Um, <laughs> One, I just want to say, like, um, you know, obviously, as friends of yours, um, it has been awesome, awesome to watch you grow and grow your business like you have, Um, because we met you before you had even started um, Artemis Mm -hmm. Um, and and going from where you started to where you're at now is amazing. Like and we are so proud of you. And I, I tell Nate every time I go into your salon, because I get my nails done there, like, I tell him every time, like, every time I come in here, I feel like I'm in a Hallmark movie. Because, like, <laughs> the inside just has such a good, like, vibe to it. And you, the, it, the decorations, like, the way it's set up, you just have it looking awesome. Thank so. you. Yeah, that was really, that, that part was super important to me. I actually realized in that process that I, mm-hmm. turns out I'm really obsessed with like designing interiors of spaces and in another life or another time when maybe there's actual free time in my schedule, <laughs> that would be what something I would do. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what that is either. I might That's why be we're out doing of this, this pod- at 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might be out of this podcast, but let's back it up to the beginning for okay. a minute. So- sorry, need- Nate. Did you want to talk? <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to do a market update. We have a sponsor <laughs> yeah, that has a spot true. at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> we did skip over all that. Sorry. Holy cow. <laughs> doing things a little out of order this morning. It's freaking 830 in the morning. We're not used to this. Okay. <laughs> So we're going to go back to the market update. And this one is brought to you by Eric at Mission Breakout. And we got to talk about him for a minute because it sounds weird, but Eric holds a special place in my heart. Whenever we started Loaded Transportation, I had the idea, let's go to small businesses and let's talk to them about bringing them a busload of people. What type of 
business would want a busload of people, what kind of like group activities, what kind of team building could we do? And Mission Breakout was the first one on the list. And when I went and talked to him, obviously nobody had ever asked him about that type of setup before. And he jumped on it. He got me a stack of like 100 envelopes with uh, gift cards and business cards and all kinds of stuff in it. So he supported us from day one without even knowing who we are. Uh, he booked with our transportation company to do team building. Um, just a great guy altogether. Puts out a, a lot of content from Mission Breakout. And uh, I posted, we've been busy. Like we've had buyers coming out of the wall for what, like three weeks now? Yeah. The interest rates have just brought buyers out like crazy. So we have been running our asses off and we're fine with that. We like running our asses off, but I have slacked on uh, asking for sponsors for the podcast. So I posted yesterday asking and I had a bunch of people message me and honestly it was open house day. So we were busy. I didn't lock anything in like I should have. And Eric sent me a message. I'm looking at my phone. He sent it to me at uh, 9.30 last night. So um, I told him, hey, since this is like last minute and you're coming through in the 11th hour, this is the typical price, but you name your price. Like whatever you want, we'll take you as a sponsor. I love Mission Breakout, so whatever you want. And in his true... Um, self and small business sense, he said, no, I'll pay full price. Like, I don't want a discount awesome. from a, yeah, I don't want a discount from a small business. So we I thought that was cool. That. Yes. Thank it was you like, so much. It was like 1030 at night and he's like, no, I'll pay full price. Um, so that's awesome. And full price isn't much. If you want to sponsor an episode, it's really not that much. It just goes towards equipment because, uh, we just kind of started with some basic stuff and I want to buy some more fun stuff, I guess. But anyways, the uh, what he wants to say about Mission Breakout is we are excited to announce the arrival of our new escape room, Olympus. The quality and attention to detail are unsurpassed. This is a next level up escape room for us. We also have our other four rooms, Sherlock versus the Ripper, The Apprentice of Oz, Masquerade Manor, and Lake Effect. We're open every day of the week with the exception of Mondays. We offer group discounts to large groups and host many corporate groups for team building. Uh, so I guess the other thing on that is I was watching some of this content last night at like two in the morning when I should have been sleeping for this podcast. Uh, but he made a great point in that when people are in their escape rooms, they're not on their phones. They're not on their tablets. Yeah. They're not on any devices. Like they're Beautiful. actually present in the room and talking to each other. And that's that's an accomplishment in 2022. So yeah. it's a little bit a little bit more of a uh, sponsor spotlight than we normally do. But I like what he's doing. I like the mission that he's on. So thanks, Eric, for sponsoring this one. Uh, we appreciate what you've done for us and our small businesses. And with that, it goes to Jess for the market update. Market update, uh, which I'm getting all of my statistics from the IRMLS. Um, as of this morning, Friday, October 7th is when I got it. Um, Carroll County has 27 active listings, White County 150, and Tippecanoe County has 55, totaling 232 listings between the three counties, which is actually up um, from two weeks ago when we did a podcast, right? I or think was you, that a week ago? I think you swapped those. You said 50 in Tippecanoe and 150 in White. That's probably backwards. 120-something. Oh, 55 in Tippecanoe. Oh, sorry. 150 in Tippecanoe and 55 in White. I'm sorry. There you go. Yeah, I had that backwards. But um, last I'm sure White County would love if they had 150 Yeah, no kidding. Lot, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Um, but no, totaling 232. Um, and last time it was actually 212. So we are up just a little bit in um, listings. And that includes our listing that we had an open house on yesterday. Yes, so yes. If it's it, our podcast. We get to market it if we want to. 3287 <laughs> North Jersey Drive, Delmont Farms, priced at 372-273. We've had a ton of engagement on that one. People love a pot mm -hmm. filler. If you're if you're building a house, you need to add a pot filler because pe yes. people freaking love them. That has been the talk of that of that house, but it's gorgeous house, just over 2000 square foot, four bed, two and a half bath. Um, it sits on an acre lot. So 
if you know somebody looking, send them our way because we've got the perfect one. And the the people who live there, uh, the seller, she did not, she definitely did not take anything at a standard. She did all the upgrades that she could, and she made that place look amazing. And the neighborhood's kind of like a Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe Delphi's just yeah, in a Hallmark yeah, yeah. movie. Yeah, we are in a Hallmark yeah, movie. Yeah, I think right we're now. in a Hallmark yeah. movie. Listen, I spent some time in that house, and that house is fantastic. It's got good vibes. It's got so much natural sunlight. I mean, yes. honestly, if I was in a position to buy that house, I would be buying that house for sure. Doing the open house last night, like, it was almost like the Truman Show. Like, people, you know, kids would go oh. by on their bike. Yes. And then you could almost time it. Like, it. It's like that neighborhood, for like, sure. Like six minutes later, the kids would go by again. And then... <laughs> and someone walking their two dogs. Like, yeah. it, was, it was pretty trippy. I like it, though. We, we tried to lure them in with snacks and wine. It worked on some of them. Mm-hmm. Not all of them. So market update's out of the way. And... We're back to Aaron, and I feel like I can just sit back and relax. You guys go ahead. <laughs> Get your popcorn, Nate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but um, so I kind of want to talk about, I mean, I d- didn't realize this about you. You talked about how you've worked in a salon since you were 13. So is it pretty safe to say that you've known that that's the industry that you've wanted to be in yeah. since you were? that? And that's awesome. That's I'm almost a little envious of that because it took me a long time to figure out <laughs> – where I wanted to be, what I wanted to do. Um, So for those who know, like at that young age and they follow through with it and they, uh, hats off to to you. Yeah, I mean, I grew up um, with a very goal-driven dad, like I kind of mentioned earlier. And I, we had just gotten our first uh, computer when we were, I think I was like 13 and we got our first desktop computer, right? And the (laughs) internet kind of just started like dial up. Yeah. <laughs> what was Can that? you do that again? That was, that was AOL. Dial up. That was, that was dial AOL up. dial up. That was awesome. That was either. It, seemed, it sounded just like it. it that was either the like internet it. or the Wicked Witch of the West. One well, it could be. It just depends on my mood. <laughs> I'm either connecting or coming at you. Just kidding, kind of. Sort of. Not really. <laughs> we'll get into that in a minute with the politics. Oh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, so dad had me write down when I was um, 13. Not write down. He had me type it out. It was like an assignment from the father. You know, like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? And I swear to God, this is a true story. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? I was 13 years old. And at the time, I was super annoyed because, like, I was the person that always wanted to be older than I was, right? So I was like, I just want my license. You know, I just want to be 16 and be able to drive and have freedom. Which is weird. Kids today don't want their license. It's so weird. And I feel like that's been happening for the last, like, five to ten years. Because when I first was in Atlanta and we had a bunch of, like, um, new talent coming in, like, I was starting to notice that. Or I was like, what? Yeah, I could. I was the same. I couldn't freaking wait either. If it was in the city, if you're in Chicago, I understand it. Right. You don't get your license there until you're 25. Might be kind of the norm, like... Not Public a lot transportation of people, is so easy, right? Yeah. Ubers, Not a lot of trains, people walk. own a car in Chicago that right. live in Chicago. But if you're in... Rural you're, Indiana. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you ain't going nowhere without a ride. Yeah, no. exactly. Except your small community. Unless you're Chandler. Chandler, we love you. We understand that you make it work, but I don't know how you do it. But he's like... But Chandler's a hustler. Yeah, he is. You know, Chan's a hustler. Like, you you always see that guy getting somewhere. For yep. those that don't know him, Chandler is a manager at Brick and Mortar Pub here in Delphi, Indiana on Main Street. And a dear friend. Yes. Yep. I feel like I need to charge Pete for all the times that we've talked about Brick and Mortar. <laughs> Sponsorship. <laughs> Come on, Pete. <laughs> Between so. us paying his light bill by eating dinner there three times a week, four times a we week. We have. We've been there twice this week. It's just worked out that way. Sometimes it's Indeed. the easiest. It yeah. might be three. Maybe two. I don't know. And we'll see what Lost happens track. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Top it off. Yeah, so I just, I wrote down that, I typed out that I wanted to work for Redken and that I wanted to live in San Diego. Like, that was my, my deal. Uh, Redken, San Diego. San Diego. And, you know, my big deal with San Diego <laughs> is I could not stand winter in Indiana because it's so long. You know, everyone's yeah. all in this, like, it's fall vibe. Blah! And, like, I love fall. <laughs> That's me. I love fall, right? But it's fall, fall y'all. is like two Isn't and a half. Yeah. yeah, it's two and a half weeks 
in Indiana. Okay? That's true. That it's literally two and a half. Weeks. Yeah, that is lucky. about it. If you're literally lucky, it's actually winter at night. They just said on the radio <laughs> yes. that today on our way here that We're there's frost. a there's a freeze advisory. Yeah. So you all know I have a jungle in my salon. Yes. And you know. <laughs> One third of it is outside during the nice months. I had to bring all of it in yesterday. Yeah. So now the jungle has come inside, but we have to protect the plants. It's a very big investment I've spent. <laughs> so I'm not interested in them going to waste. Um, so yeah, and so San Diego is, to me, I'd never been there, but I was like, it's 70 and sunny year round. Sign me up, I'm in. So that was that. And then uh, working in the salon I had started working in, she, um, the woman I worked for, she was very Julie. She was obsessed with education and Redken education. So I got pretty immersed in it, pretty mm -hmm. young, and I was so inspired by how easy these educators made something that seemed so challenging, you know, yeah. especially I was young, and I was really into that and into the coaching. And that's also like a part of why I started to really love coaching and personal development because of my obsession with Redken. Um, so when I was 21, which wasn't even 10 years later, yeah. I worked for Redken and I lived in Atlanta, which was not San Diego, but fall actually lasts for three months in Atlanta. In Atlanta, <laughs> you actually truly get fall, oh, right? Shoot. So it's a nicer, more warmer environment. And so that's also a part of what really got me to believe in the law of attraction and the law of like goal setting and and vision, like visioning and like writing things down and setting goals. And I have my dad to thank for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a really young girl, I always knew I wanted to do it. He did not want me to be a hairdresser. My dad did not. And so when I went into high school, I had to stay on the core 40 plan in case I decided I wanted to be a lawyer because he always yeah. said I was good at arguing. <laughs> <laughs> so I could see that. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> when I was at Ivy Tech for, uh, getting my law enforcement degree, my criminal law teacher, maybe it wasn't criminal law, whatever it was, she was an attorney, uh, Karen, she's a great instructor, but she tried to get me to be an attorney. Yeah. Maybe we should have been attorneys. I think no. we could have had a great you know what? career in that. I yeah. think you guys are where you're supposed to be and you use your good argument and negotiation skills on things like Delphi Main Street right. because you are the president of Delphi Main Street, which is an awesome, awesome organization that I'm excited to say that I am now a part of. Yes. Um, it's exciting, but you are doing big things with that. And I'm, that's another thing that I'm just like, I'm so like happy for you and proud of you because you, you, like you said before, like you're a single mom, you've got two boys that you're raising, you've created this awesome business of your own. Like Two boys that you're it. raising is a priority. You've made it very clear. Like yes. we all know that if your boys have a game, I will you're be out. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And that is awesome. Like that's a great, like I feel like you have a work life personal life balance especially when it comes to your boys but like not only do you do all that but you are like i said the president of delphi main street now which takes up some time yeah. like that's you are here because like you said earlier like you delphi now you see it in a different way basically as when you did when you were a teenager and you're here to help like grow that and make delphi even greater and i just freaking love that about you like your whole I I need you to come to one of our team meetings and give like one of your because you talk about you know goal setting and yeah. you are very good at that and, and I can, time management. Whenever I sent Aaron message said you uh, want to do a podcast, she's like, I'm full for the next seventy two hours, but I have a two hour window here. I'm like, yes. oh, she's got I, everything planned out. Like seriously, I do. My, I, I want my you minutes are planned to come to one of our team meetings one evening and talk about your time management, your goal setting. I would love to do because that. You're, I can talk about it, but I mean, I don't implement it in my own life the way that I should. So yeah, I feel, and I feel like our team could definitely use some good. Um, Are you trying to recruit her for the Lamar Realty maybe, Group? Maybe, yeah, I'm yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm She's got time, right? You I will make time for the things that I'm really <laughs> no. into. And that's what I was saying to, and I love, what's that guy's podcast that you shared the other day? I was like, oh my God, I'm so into it. I almost just said, if you want something done, give it to a busy woman. He's actually on my story. <laughs> yeah. He, um, I love like the one that you just shared, which says something like um, about like, let your actions speak for you, right? Mm -hmm. Sebastian, I don't know how you say his last name. I don't either. We'll just call him Sebastian. Yeah, so Sebastian's <laughs> got it down, man. And, and really, he talks about let your actions speak for you. Well, I have like a mantra that I live by, which is aligned, committed action, 
right? And I've not always lived by it. You know, I've had times, and we just talked about this in my last team meeting that we just had on Monday. It's like, listen, I've had these tools in my back pocket for basically my entire adult life because I've been blessed to have started working for a company that focuses on personal development. And I'm still a human, and I go through waves where I really vibe high and I really yep. live by it. And then I go through waves where I kind of, and I'm a, intense passionate person mm -hmm. so i what i've learned is in order for me to fully like step into my truth and into my soul's purpose and into what it is that i'm supposed to do i have to be more disciplined with my time and have aligned committed action because that's one thing to say you're about something and it's another thing to actually be about it i i love that you like, know i so it what what is the point if i say i'm about all this but then over here i'm being a a way that doesn't equal what I say. Yeah. People aren't going to take your word for it. Right. They don't really care. They're like, okay, she says that, but that's not who I'm seeing. That doesn't mean I can't have balance in my life and have fun and have a good time and, and let loose sometimes, right? But ultimately, at the end of the day, I've learned with myself that if I give myself too much rope, I'm going to fully immerse myself in whatever it is I'm doing. So I just fill my time with the things that I know are what I'm here to do which is be a mom, mm -hmm. inspire future leaders in the community or in my business as far as like service stylists and estheticians and um, possible, like my uh, salon coordinator, Emma, like she's like, I'm not a leader. I'm like, you are a leader, you know? Like my goal is to inspire other people to step into their true authentic self and what's possible for them. And a lot of times people don't believe like they might have a, a hope and a goal, but for whatever reason, they don't necessarily believe it's possible. And so like, I just want to like make people realize like you can literally do whatever you want. And it's just a matter of believing it and then taking steps I, in that direction. I agree with that hundred um, percent. And I, I can totally relate to your, to Emma because I, I'm a team leader now and that's a position that I never ever thought that I would be in. Like, I feel like I have always been somewhat of a follower and not, not a leader so for me to be in the role I am today like when I really sit down and think about it I'm like holy shit like I'm actually leading other people for once in my life and I'm not just following like a, somebody else and it it feels really good so yeah I love that you're out there encouraging people who are like no I couldn't do this and you're like yeah actually you could yeah. like you can do anything that you really put your mind to and you work at like well I feel like I've watched you do that too since I've like been friends with you guys and like been a part of your guys's life on a regular basis I've watched you go from before you were just Lamar Realty Group or the Lamar Realty Group right did I say that correctly now because I think you changed it the Lamar Realty yes. Group right yep so um to where you were you know just such a sweet person to be around. Like I always just have loved being around you. And then now I look at Jess as this powerhouse woman that like sees something and goes and gets it. And so there's been this evolution over the course of the last few years that I've watched you do, which I think has been incredible. And I think it probably comes from a having supportive people behind you. 100% that's what it is. You know, yes. and then B, doing it because you can have supportive people behind you yeah. all day long it takes you to take the step yeah. and like I tell my girls all the time how you spend your time matters right how, how are you spending your time are you moving the needle toward the thing that you say that it is that you want if what you're doing is not moving the needle in that direction it's not worth your time small progress is progress yeah a lot like I always say a constant gentle pressure Constant gentle pressure. It doesn't have to be bulldozing through anything. Tiny little steps eventually add up to big changes. Um, and kind of back to that, like, um, you know, having support or, or whatever. Yes, it does take you to actually do the thing take the action. Um, but I, I 100% don't think that I would be where I'm at if it wasn't for Nate. Like, I truly feel like he has, I mean, since I've met him, he has brought out this whole different side of me and this whole different person that like, I don't know if I should say you're welcome or I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I think, no, you should say you're welcome because it's totally a side of me that I never saw myself as ever. 
and I don't know if I'm starting to get emotional because I'm pregnant <laughs> or because I feel that passionate about it. Yeah, I think it's, it's because both. I feel that passionate. Yeah. But truly, like he's just brought out a side of me that I've never, I've never had or or seen before. Yeah. So I do have a lot of that to like give to him for pushing me and believing in me and things that I never believed in myself. Yeah. You know what? That's so true. And I think honestly, Nate does a good job of doing that with the pe- like people in general. I think you do that with anyone, but you definitely like have constant gentle pressure on the people that you care about. <laughs> I like that. Gentle pressure. Constant gentle pressure. You I know, don't like, know that many people would describe it that just, way. But. I don't think so either. <laughs> I like that though. I like that phrase. Constant gentle pressure. Yes. It's more overwhelming peer pressure typically, but <laughs> <laughs> But it's done because he loves those people and he cares about them. And he, and he sees he the potential. To, yes, he wants to see them grow. And here's the other one is it takes courage. And it takes courage on both sides. It takes courage when you have someone who sees something in someone that they don't necessarily even understand that they have. It takes courage for that person, the one that sees it, right, the friend, to be like, yo, like, you're not standing in your power, bro. Like, it's time to, like, open it up and do something with this. Because ultimately, what the hell are you here for? That's a good you know? question. So, so it takes courage for someone to, like, maybe have the hard conversation. You know, how often do people actually have the hard conversation face to face with the person that they want to talk to? Not often. They talk about it with someone else. (laughs) People are scared. But we did just have that conversation with somebody, a mutual friend the other day about you can, you can build other people's empire or you can at some point start building your own. And it takes, it takes a few tries. It takes a, it takes a few times to make other people money to realize that you're putting your efforts in the wrong place. And whether that's a business deal, a business transaction, or just flat out going to work for somebody else, mm-hmm. there's, I'm not going to say the quote because I'll mess it up, but from Mr. Wonderful, he talks about how there's, there's nothing wrong. If you go to work for 8, 10, 12 hours a day, that's very noble. That's great. However, you should be building your own empire, mm-hmm. that a salary is a drug that they give you to forget your dreams, right. basically. Um, but yeah, we were just talking to somebody about that the other day about like, hey, come join the realty group. Let's let's go. If if you have, and it's somebody very much like you, that they have, a, they have time management skills and can allow for things that they want, they make a window for it. If it's at 5 a.m., they do it. Yes, exactly. So... Whatever whatever you want, you can do it. And that's what I want to say earlier whenever you guys were talking about your time management. I had never dreamed that you had time for Delphi Main Street. Like Aaron's, Aaron's got a business to run for what seems like 20 hours a day mm-hmm. from the outside looking in and probably from the inside. But then every time we drive by that ball field by our house, one of your boys is by the <laughs> one's playing and one's by the road playing catch. Always. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So every single time I'm like, I don't know how she has time for that because it's not a doubt in my mind that you're there. Yeah. If you're, they're there, I'm there. Yeah. Guaranteed. Exactly. Uh-huh. So. And I'm also on that board. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm also on that board. I also just got sworn into the um, Delphi Redevelopment Commission on uh, Tuesday night also. Really? Yes. Congratulations. So. I didn't know that. <laughs> I love it. All, all I can do is laugh. Well, <laughs> You're making me feel like you? a bum. Yeah, maybe we should join the Lions Club. Jeez. We just went to a Lions Club meeting yeah. the other night in Delphi. You maybe know? we need to We need to do some more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to make, you know, my, my girls at the salon, my team, they're always like, stop doing that. You know, <laughs> stop doing things. Stop doing things. And now they've kind of like stopped doing that because they've realized they've been watching me, right? Now they've been seeing the action in place that mm-hmm. actually I'm managing my time really well. And I don't go like when the redevelopment commission was coming, they were trying to come up with uh, a meeting time. It was like, I literally only have these are when I can meet. Yeah. And I'm all for helping. But it's got to fit into my schedule. You know, I've been I've been approached about a couple other things that are big things, and it's a no for me because I know Aaron at the moment mayor. I'm capacity. <laughs> yeah, I'm not there. I'll say it again, make sure they hear it. Aaron for mayor. Don't say that. It's not true. <laughs> not um, I do because um, we all are on kind of a timeline, mm-hmm. not kind of on a timeline. We, we are, are on a timeline this morning, but but in a good way, and we have to talk about them because they were mad that we didn't last time. 
Sean and Jacqueline, two clients of ours, yes. uh, were closing on their house today. So awesome! Yes, congrats, Sean and Jacqueline, guys. They're they're going to listen to this, and I want you guys to know that I'm mentioning you because Sean was pissed last time <laughs> that we talked about him when we talked about going to like four or five different houses. Yeah, but we didn't, but say, we didn't their say their name. But they have been awesome, awesome clients to work with. This is the first house that they're purchasing, so we're super excited for them. Um, but yeah, that's our next appointment that we have, but I wanted to get in real quick before we have to, um, all get off here and get on with our days. But can you kind of just walk us through like a typical day for you? So when you wake up in the morning, like, what do you do? What's yeah. your routine to get ready? Like you're implying a business owner has a typical day. I do. Well, I, she, I very I mean, much have a typical day. She ha- I'm very routine. She, yeah. She has, I'm a machine. She has time management. <laughs> She's got her time management. She blocks out time for everything. So, like, I want to hear what her typical-ish day looks like. Yeah. So, I mean, just to kind of show you this, because I do, and obviously, you know, you can't see this, people. But, like, see all these, like, blocks? Yes. Like, all of oh those my. blocks? Yes. I On my, like, work schedule, I don't just put my clients' appointments. I block out when my kids practices are even if I can't be the one to take them like it's there so I know it's there right and I have to for organizations some people like hard calendars I don't I'm always gonna have my phone on me yeah so I do that but every little thing so then when someone reaches out and they're like hey can you do this I can very much know exactly where I can do it you know so mornings um I go to bed every night by 9 30 like that sounds beautiful yeah. <laughs> now there are nights where I might not go to bed till like ten thirty, but if I'm past ten thirty, I'm usually shaming myself. <laughs> are you a farmer? Like, what time do you get up? Well, I'm about to tell you. Yeah. Okay. So I'm uh, sorry. It's just a foreign concept to me. I'm up. Jess was asleep last night after open house night dinner at brick and mortar. She was asleep. It's like after da- ten. Damn near as soon as we hit the couch. That's basically me. Yeah. If my feet come off the floor. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I'm the opposite. It, when she passes out is when I get my work done. I was up working until 3 in the morning last night. Uh, and that's why I had my face on my phone a little bit ago. I have a commercial property that I'm trying to market. And I've got all these companies hitting me up wanting to look at it. So I had to plug the commercial property. You like how I did that? Yes, I Okay, did. back to your day. Fun fact, yes. I'm really envious of that. Because I cannot do anything around like business planning out after like 2 p.m it's a it's i will try i've learned that it's not even use it's not worth it for me because i am not good that way and here's why i fire off at 5 a.m and i am my most productive and my most bright and my most alive fresh out of bed so i typically get up my alarm goes off every day at five and usually by 5.30, I try to get to the gym. Now, there are some days, like this whole week, I've only went to the gym once. And honestly, I was so low energy that I listen, I used to like beat myself up if I didn't go. And now I just listen to my body. My body is saying, you just need to rest. You're tired. So now I allow myself. So I didn't get out of bed this morning till like 6.15. Uh-huh. But most, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mo- most, that was a lot. But most of the time, I'm usually. 6.15, not until 6.15. Yeah, most of the time I'm Whew. downstairs heading to the gym about 5.30. And I'm usually at home by 6.15. And then at 6.15, I'm getting the kids ready for school. So I'm making breakfast, making lunch. Sometimes I'm prepping dinner, like especially now that it's like crock pot season. Yes. Um, and then th- my kids are out the door by 7.30. And then at that point, 7.30, I'm usually out the door. So at that point, I either go like run a quick errand that I need to maybe pick stuff up, supplies up, or I'm straight to the salon. Um, and then I start working on business. So typically from like 7.30 or 8 until 10 a.m., I will work on whatever like business planning things that I need to do, whether it be reports, emails, um, work on a website, um, currently, I've been working on like creating a logo for Delphi uh, Main Street, a new event. Yep. Like anything that kind of takes me, my availability onto a computer. By nature, I'm so good at hair that I can do it in my sleep and I can do it at any point of the day. Like if you, I don't ever want to do hair after 6 p.m., but if I had to, I can. And it doesn't take a lot of energy or my, like I can just do it in my sleep. Uh But like doing anything on a computer, like the later in the day it gets, the more frustrated I get with it. And I just am not, it's not my strength. Yeah. 
So I like to knock that out first thing in the morning. And then um, I will meet with my song coordinator and kind of give her, we'll kind of talk about what the plan is for the day. And she's my right hand woman. So like she handles all the things that fly at me as a business owner, emails, challenges about bank stuff, payroll stuff, things like that. She basically like does all of that while I do hair and I do hair between 10 and three Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, but most of those days, like right now I'm at 125% booked. Damn. So like I'm actually working past three pretty regularly taking clients, but I'm also diligently working on my team and getting them set up so I can start to I'm about to raise my prices and I'm trying to kind of like offload some of those guests onto my team's schedule uh -huh. so I can stay more rigid in my 10 to three behind yeah. the chair. And then I like to be home right around 3.30 or four. My boys come home, they know what the deal is. They have to read for 20 minutes, do their homework, go play outside a little bit, and then they can go do whatever stupid shit they want to do on their screens. Very nice. You know, <laughs> like that's their routine. And then there's usually practice. And if I'm not doing hair, I have someone that takes my kids to practices for me. But if I, or if I am doing hair, but if I'm not doing hair, then I go to my kids' practices. And it's funny, because you'll hear moms be like, oh, you know, we gotta sit here. I'm like, I fucking love it. Because it's like this hour or two hours where I'm sitting down, relaxing, typically it's outside, kind of just connecting with people that I do life with anyway. Yes. And maybe I can like catch up on some emails or catch up on some social media stuff. But at the end of the day, it's a little bit more of this kind of decompressed downtime for me, or it's a game, which is the same. Yeah. And then we go and we do dinner and we kind of just wrap up the night and then we shut it down. And I mean, that's pretty consistent. Now, it, sometimes we're that like, probably at least twice a week where that game time practice time would be there's insert meeting yeah you know and so that is my day like every single day it's like that and then on the weekends we usually have sports that we're going to and then I try to go find something fun to do with the kids over the weekend and then get groceries I mean it's kind of boring to be honest there's not a lot of <laughs> it's nothing too exciting but it's consistent and so yeah. If I keep it consistent, it flows really easily and people know where to find me. Yeah. <laughs> at any given time of the day. Where's Erin? Well, I can tell you where she's at. 7 p.m. She's either at the ballpark or in a meeting at the community center. <laughs> oh, the community center. Oh. I wish they had put it anywhere but next to the railroad track. I know, it's the worst. <laughs> anyway, so it's kind of like super boring. But the most important thing is, is I need to get up at 5 and go to bed at 9.30. So I can be my best throughout that time. But I, I do love that because I truly feel like to be, when you have your own business and you have other things outside of your business going on, your personal life, if you're involved in extracurriculars like the um, Delphi Main Street and things like that, like you have to block out those times. Like you have to have everything on your calendar. Like I've learned if it's not on my calendar, it does not exist. Yes. Um, and even I just had this talk with my team or maybe it was in, we do one-to-ones with them individually every month, but just talked about how um, <clears throat> like block out that time and write it on your calendar. Mm -hmm. Okay. From this time to this time, I'm in the office working on social media or I'm whatever it is, whatever you have to block time out for, put it on your calendar. Yes. Because if you don't, you're not going to make it happen yep. and it's, it's not going to exist. So that's something that we're definitely working on with our team and myself. Like yeah. I'm, I'm very guilty of, you know, I don't, I don't always block out time for like office time like I do get up every morning and most of the time that's when he's still sleeping because he's up he's up late I go to bed early I get up early ish not 6 15 in the morning but I want to I want to oh, be you a will morning soon. person you will well, that's what's nice though we tell our clients that she works the day shift and I work the night shift so if they have a question like Sean and Jacqueline work at Subaru um second shift i think is yeah it's technically a third shift but they call it second uh but if they send a message at midnight You'll i can it. answer it yeah yeah but so. like in the morning that's when that is my time to like make my coffee i take care of dogs in the morning and then i go down to our basement and set up my little like area with my computer and i check emails yeah. i check on whatever that might be bills and budgeting whatever it is like things for the team that's my time that i do that in the morning and if i could just get my ass out of bed like an hour earlier or so like i could get even more done so 
that like you being here talking about your schedule your day and how you do things like it pumps me up to like yeah. okay I need to get my shit together and I need to like start really <laughs> doing something like that too because I need to be an example for for my own team like if they see me doing it like I can't sit here and tell them they need to do these things and then they see me not yeah doing it consistently either that's so. one of my biggest one is just being my you know being my word and aligned committed action and, and self-trust self-trust is also like a big um one of my uh highest values is self-trust like you tell you tell i tell myself i'm gonna do something i say i am xyz person this is how who i want to be how i want to show up and then the more i don't the more i'm not my word the more I break trust with myself, the more I break yeah. trust with myself, the less I believe in myself, the less I believe in myself, the more everything kind of starts to fall to shit. So like for me, trust with myself is the, is even more important than building trust with others. Cause if I can build trust with myself, then I naturally will build trust with others. <laughs> if that makes sense. So yeah, that, that absolutely. <laughs> I tried to mute your mic so we wouldn't hear your sneeze, but I think we still heard it through the other mics. Jess yeah, is on the struggle bus. That. I, I, I She's am gonna need some eucalyptus bus. pretty quick. Goodness. That's okay. But yeah. no, I I completely agree with that, and I find myself I I have a bad habit of setting too many goals for a day. Oh, I do then, the same. And then you sit down at the end of the day, and you could have gotten twenty things done. But if you didn't get the remaining five on the list, then you're like, damn it, I meant to do this, this, and this, and I didn't. And then you just beat yourself up. So listen, I got a like hot tip, and I don't want to – I can get real wordy, but and we're getting close to our time. But I got to I gotta kind of like put this out there because you were asking about time management. Uh -huh. And this is one of my best like tools that I use, and I just went over this with my team. First of all, you've obviously heard of the 80-20 rule, right? Like – 20% of actions create 80% of the results. Okay, yeah. Okay, so you can use that 20% of the people make 80% of the money, right? So 80-20 rule. Uh, mindset. You know, there's top 20 mindset, there's top bottom 80 mindset. Actually, Sebastian just has a whole thing about 80%, 20%. He talks about mentality and skill. He talks about like... I did just listen to that. Okay, yeah. so you can all... If you go back and watch that again and then think about... It's called Pareto's Principle. But it's the 80-20 rule. You can look it up. Go look it up because that could two, be a whole thing. Two people of the same circumstances, same education, same experiences have two different outcomes. 100%. And it all comes down to mindset at the end of the day. Yep. And what I try to teach my team is 20% of your actions give you 80% of the results. I have always been a giant to-do list person. When I started to implement this tool I'm going to share with you, it's what helped me narrow down my focus on what was most important. There's also a really great book called The One Thing. If you've never yes, read it, you I've have to read it. that book. That I book do. is killer. And it talks all about moving the needle. Like, what is your one thing? And every single thing that you ever do needs to be always kind of moving you towards that one thing. So that all of these things kind of are from different elements, yet it all comes together. And I forget, there's a name for this chart, but have you ever heard about, like, you kind of make this quad four quadrants, like four little cubes. It's urgent and important and not urgent and not important. Uh -huh. So you might, at the very top, if you draw, like, a cross, and at the very top you have a box that says urgent, and they kind of are in a column. And then a box that says not urgent, and they're in a column. And then on the left-hand side, you have important and not important. And so I'm a big sticky note person, and I use the small ones for the most part. But I have a dry erase, like, piece of paper that's sticky paper on my wall in my office. And whenever I have to-dos, I write it down on one Post-it. And then that Post-it goes into urgent and important, urgent and not important, not urgent, not important, not urgent but important and each sticky note goes into that so my highest priority is urgent and important right i i need to take a time out really quickly and give a shout out to Lindsay dino she's a friend of mine she's with coldwell banker shook every time her and i get together we talk about how terrible we are at time management and how we're gonna pump each other up to like do better Lindsay. you need to listen to this podcast <laughs> and what aaron just said so start making your quadrant of urgent not urgent and get your sticky notes because i think that has you written all over it dude i'm <laughs> obsessed because then when i do something i take the sticky note and i throw it away yeah so okay boom payroll urgent and important do payroll take it down throw it away boom website Right. So you just whittle away and there's always post-its being added. But what's great 
is my salon coordinator, Emma. Now when it comes down to, now I'm doing hair. So I can't be over here doing all that, right? So she's looking for something to do because she's kind of caught up with daily tasks. She can go in my office and find a post-it and be like, oh, okay, we need to do this. And now it's like helping manage her time because she knows what's most important and she can start to chip away at the things that she's capable of helping me with. Very nice. Yeah. That's a good idea because when we have meetings uh, with our team, there's things that I'm like, oh, I really need to get this done. Well, how I... often do you have a conversation with someone and then it never goes anywhere? Right. Yep. Yeah, all the time. And that's some of the boards and meetings that we have with multiple things in this town. You know, those meetings, we talk for an hour about coulda, shoulda, woulda, what what we what we should do, what we need to do, what we want to do, and I always I think that's where I kind of offend people. Where I whittle it down. I'm like, okay, well, but what are we actually going to do? Let's get rid of 45 minutes of the last hour of talk. What can we actually do? What's your actual capacity? Yeah. But even in our team meetings, like, there's things that all the time I'm like, oh, I need to get, I need to get this out for this listing. I need to do this for moving boxes. I need to do this for you know, whether it be website or professional cleaning or whatever we have going on. And then I, I put it in my word doc that I'm working on at the time. And then as soon as I close that laptop, it's like, I forget about it. Yeah. So yeah. I need to do that. Yeah. But, um, we're going to have to close her down, close her down. It's nine fifteen. We've got places we all got to be business we got to do um i feel like this could have been a joe rogan one like we could talk oh, to aaron for oh three hours gosh, yes i feel like 100%. we didn't we didn't even scratch the surface we're just no. at the tip of the ice yeah, yeah we just got we, started we'll have to come back and do you'll this be again. on you'll be on again uh but we do definitely want to thank you for coming on again aaron jubril she's got artemis color lounge and lifestyle studio uh in delphi indiana so check her out they have a lot of really really great services a lot of great people that she has working for her um really good vibes when you go in that uh in that salon like i said you almost feel like you're in a hallmark movie so i love it um make sure that you all check it out she has all social medias instagram facebook you can google it easy peasy <laughs> yeah yep. you can book online thanks for having me yes yep. you are so welcome awesome. and giving it back to again our sponsor eric at mission breakout lafayette i'm gonna run back through his spiel because uh i think it's necessary and especially after talking about how people uh, that go to the breakout rooms aren't on their devices and actually spend some time with each other and do some team building. So we are excited to announce the arrival of our new escape room, Olympus. The quality and attention to detail are unsurpassed. This is a next level up escape room for us. We also have our other four rooms, which are Sherlock versus the Ripper, The Apprentice of Oz, Masquerade Manor, and Lake Effect. We are open every day of the week with the exception of Mondays, we offer group discounts to large groups and host many corporate groups for team building. So look up Mission Breakout on Facebook, Instagram, and get a hold of Eric and get your breakout room scheduled for your group. And that's going to do it for Show Your Cards, putting the real in real estate. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Show Your Cards, putting the real in real estate. Recorded in the Rayco Realty Studio in beautiful downtown Delphi, Indiana. Brought to you by the Lamar Realty Group. We have a blast, and we hope you enjoy the show too. But we give you all the tips and tricks to buy and sell a home simpler. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon, but in the meantime, hit us up on social media at Lamar Realty Group and the Lamar Realty Group with Rayco Realty. Call Jess at 815-546-9341 and hit up Nate at 765-427-2251. See you next time.